Welcome to CooperCast New Morning, Part 1. This is your host, Al's Orange Juice, John Sachs. Al talks about Dylan's piano playing and bringing Mike Stoller's wife, a top New York City harp player, to play on Sign on the Window, which this version is not the one on the 1970 album, but you can find it on YouTube, among other places. So, Mr. Cooper, I thought today... It would be interesting to talk about an album that you were very involved with that we have so far not gone over, which, of course, is Bob Dylan's New Morning. I love New Morning. You do? Yeah. Okay. Your your statement is his last effort, Self-Portrait, had been mutilated by the critics and had only been out for two months. He asked me to help him with his project. I liked the songs he played me. I was completely into it. This was the album that came to be known as New Morning. One of the first things you mentioned in the book is that uh, the official producer was Bob Johnston, and he just stopped showing up. He didn't do anything, but he showed up. There's a certain kind of producer that drives me crazy. Yeah. Which is, he's not a musician, per se, so he can't talk music to you. Therefore, he is a step lower. Because he can't discuss that with you, and he's in, allegedly in charge of the record. Right. That bothers me. Mm. But it worked well enough on... Well, because he stayed out of the way. On Blonde on Blonde. And, well, on Blonde on Blonde, he booked the entire thing. Right. These were all his choices. Yeah. Here it wasn't. So who booked the uh, the New York? Bob. Yeah. And myself. And then you say, things were, when things were disorganized in the studio, I jumped into the fray instinctively in hopes of pulling a runaway session together. And you brought in, is it uh, Buzzy Feiton? Feiton. Feiton. David Bromberg. Harvey Brooks. Billy Monday on drums. Well, let me just ask you this question, because um, you were intensely involved with Blonde on Blonde. You got the songs from Dylan, you taught them to the Nashville guys. Was your impression of Dylan on New Morning that he was pretty different guy than he had been back? Oh, yeah, definitely. How was he different? How had he changed? Well, the songs were uh, um, more finished. More finished, right. On uh, this album. Yeah. And so he w- wasn't preoccupied with that specifically. Right. And I encouraged him to play the piano as much as possible. Really? Mm-hmm. Because he was playing great. Right. And we did get some great piano playing. Interesting. That was... My favorite of his piano playing. On uh, New Morning. Yeah, but I mean on any record. Right, right. It's just amazing hmm. to me as a piano player. And you did mention, we have to reiterate this, that he always played with both pinkies up in the air. Only yeah, he didn't use his pinkies. Hmm. But he made it work. Oh, he definitely made it work. Yeah. Huh. I can't play what he plays. Right. 
and I'm willing to use my pinkies. <laughs> Maybe that's part of it. Give you 20% more fingers than he's putting into use, but uh, he was a different guy by the time he came around to do New Morning than he was. Uh, it's interesting that he had... He's, con he's constantly changing. Yes, right. Each album is a different guy. Totally new album. Yes. That so so there's that. Right. But I loved the Blonde on Blonde guy. Yeah. And I loved the New Morning guy. First song on the album, uh, If Not For You. There's some nice bells, chiming bells in that. Do you remember that? Probably a Celeste. Was that you, probably? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the most covered popular songs on the album is If Not For You. A bunch of people did that. I think that the majority of the songs left certainly me the the room to do what what I'm best at. Mm -hmm. There there were times in our history where there was stuff that I wasn't best at and I had no idea what to do. Mm -hmm. And and so the difference between that and this was like zero and 100. Mm -hmm. So I, I pushed more than I ever pushed yeah. about doing things right. and suggesting things and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And I was amazed that I got my way more than once. Well, that's why I think um, that Dylan was in a different place with New Morning and much more... But he was there. also in a different place with me. Right. So that I was able to do those things, and uh, and I don't think he resented them. Right. He just kind of stayed away from them. Mm-hmm. It sort of... he produced the song and sang them, but let you have a lot more influence on the production. Well, the arrangements. The arrangements, as I should have said, yeah. I mean, I wish I could have mixed it, but yeah. that, that was too much. Okay. I think I did mix. Who do you think did uh, most of the mixing? Um, whoever the engineer was. Okay. But I, I insisted on mixing the stuff I orchestrated. Okay. And so I was able to do that, and ergo, you could hear all the things in the orchestration. Right. And that was very important to me. Mm. And one coincidence is on Sign in the Window, mm. I hired um, Mike Stoller's, you know, Lieber and Stoller? Sure, yeah. I hired Mike Stoller's wife. Yeah. Who is... One of the best harp players in New York. And I mean harp harp, not harmonica. The string thing, yes. Yeah. And she just did a fantastic job. Hmm. And and Bob let me overdub the tracks after he had done everything he wanted to do on the basic tracks. Yeah. On the a sign on a window with strings and harp and all that. Mm. The fade out is just her on the harp, mm -hmm. 
playing glissandos. Hmm. And I, lo- I just love it. It's just a perfect touch. Hmm. And, and she uh, was regarded as, uh, as one of the best harp players of, that you could hire in New York. This has been CooperCast, New Morning Part 1, brought to you by Celestial Glissandos. Look for more episodes coming up and subscribe at Apple, Spotify, just about anywhere, and tell your friends.